0: Desert Diaries. Week 36. Hello, Arizona calling. Uh well, for the first week of 2020, we were given a gift greater than any Prezi brought to us by Father Christmas. So my dad turned round to us and said, Do you know what? I'll be okay for a couple of days with the girls. Why don't you two go off for the weekend <gasps> on your own? Uh, Cue the heavens opening, a host of angels playing harps, singing yes, yes. Oh my gosh, as you can imagine, when you move to a new country, uh, you don't actually have any family or friends or neighbours that you know to babysit for you. So believe me, those babysitting apps are expensive. We did use one. Once when we went to see the Rolling Stones and she was such a nice girl, uh, but it cost us basically a mortgage payment. It was just so expensive. So for my dad to say that, what a dream. So we did debate driving to Vegas because, yeah, how mad. I now live somewhere where I can drive to Las Vegas for the weekend. But then we looked at the hotel prices in Las Vegas, even for the least party-tastic weekend of the year. I mean, the first weekend in January. Who goes mad on that weekend? Anyway, looking at those prices, we decided not to go to Vegas just yet, but to go to Prescott. Now, Prescott is a place where we'd heard a lot about really good place to go hiking, good place to go and eat, uh, to shop. And we'd heard of the legendary Whiskey Row bar crawl, basically a street full of saloons and live music. So we'd, we'd wanted to go there for a while. So we were looking forward to it. Now, it's about an hour and three quarters from Phoenix. It's a much higher elevation. So it wasn't long before our ears started popping and we waved goodbye to the cacti and ended up in pine forests. I just still find it completely extraordinary that in a space of sort of half an hour, you can completely change the landscape you're in. It's just like you are in a completely different country. It's incredible. I mean, you go from vast, barren desert landscapes to lush green forests. Just what? Anyway, Prescott was in fact the very first capital of Arizona, big kind of pioneer town. who handed over now, of course, to Phoenix. And it's home to the world's oldest rodeo now. <laughs> Do you remember your homework? I'm sure you've been paying attention, but you'll remember that we did last year visit Payson, which is home of the world's oldest continuing rodeo. <laughs> very important word in there. Because Prescott, actually, even though it's been going longer, they took some time off in World War II. Now, Prescott is also the Shrewsbury Shrewsbury of Arizona, um, because there's an age-old debate about how you say the name. Is it Prescott? or is it Prescott? I mean, to me, there's not a whole lot of difference. In fact, there was a little magazine in the hotel we stayed in that had a whole article about it and was trying to go back through the Pioneer Times and then the Native people and when it got named. and I, what was the conclusion? Oh no one really knows. That was not a waste of 600 words. Anyway, on the first day, we hiked around Lynx Lake, half of which was frozen solid. It's amazing. Nestled in a beautiful, cool mountain forest, it's at the end of South Walker Road which shows up on the map as S Walker Road, which just tragically really excited me. You can tell I don't get out much anymore. Uh, There was some snow still on the lower ground, in fact, although it was really nice and warm in the sunshine. And we had a great couple of hours chatting to the trout fishermen and strolling around without having to constantly listen to children moaning about, Are we there yet? My legs hurt. Why is this so long? And falling in the lake and all the dreadful things that small children generally do. So, oh, the simple pleasures of just going for a walk. It was fabulous. Of course, we then did head to Whiskey Row on Saturday night, and clearly none of the patrons in Matt's saloon had got the memo that nobody goes out on the first weekend of January. It was just packed. There was a live band, two of whom spawned the best beards I've seen this side of ZZ Top, and they were up on this platform playing just loads of foot-stomping country tunes, the whole saloon was dancing now two things i noticed which i really loved number one there were people dancing in their early 20s there were people dancing right through to their 70s their 80s everyone was just having a really good time regardless of age or ability a few beers were being drunk but it was just a really celebratory atmosphere the dancing was also really good proper steps bit of twirling going on some dozy doing i mean people really knew what they were doing And what was ace is you would see couples just pop in off the street and stay for a couple of tunes while they danced away and then go again. It was just great. The second thing I noticed was that every single person, and I mean every single person, because I looked very carefully, was wearing cowboy boots. (laughs) Everyone, Dave and I in trainers, were the only people in the bar not wearing them. There were a lot of cowboy hats too, a lot of leather jackets with tassels down the arm, flung over bar stools, and most of the women were wearing jeans encrusted with diamante that would just look ridiculous pretty much anywhere else, but just looked great here. I do still get an absolute kick out of people unironically wearing cowboy gear. I just love it. Do you know what? It's infectious. The next day we went round the shops in Prescott and Dave tried on a cowboy hat. He was like, shall I? Shall I do it? You know, he was talking himself around. Be quite good when it gets really hot. Be good in the sun. And he ended up not buying it. But I tell you what, he was really quite close. We later hiked around Watson's Lake. Now, this lake is about 10 minutes drive from Lynx Lake, which we went to yesterday, which, as I said, is in a pine forest. It's cool. It's shaded. It looks like something in, off a postcard from Switzerland. We got out our car at Watson's Lake. <laughs> both our mouths fell open. I was gobsmacked. Not a tree inside. Huge sand-coloured granite boulders. It was like the surface of another planet. We both just stood agog for a good 10 minutes going, what? How? Ah, we had a good clamber over those boulders for a couple of hours, although we just kept stopping in disbelief at how yet another completely different landscape is just around the corner. This is incredible, Dave said, and he turned, he looked at me and said, we live here. Now, on the drive home, Dave said he needed some new shoes for work. So we stopped off at a retail park and popped into Boot Barn. Now, we browsed around on how to best describe Boot Barn. I suppose it's kind of the equivalent of Clark's. You know, there's loads of stores around. It's really big. It's full of boots and shoes. And there are loads all over Arizona. There were a lot of pairs of those Diamante jeans as well in there. (laughs) And cowboy hats, of course. And eventually, Dave chose his new work shoes. And yes, it has happened. He is now the proud owner of a pair of cowboy boots. He has gone full Arizona. Or to put it another way, I'm now married to a man who wears cowboy boots to work and isn't considered the quirky dresser. (laughs) And between you and me, I did have my eye on a pair of women's boots covered in Suaros. I just need to save my pennies up. They were pretty. I could go and get a good stomp on down at Matt's saloon wearing those. I'll see you in the desert.